The auditorium with 4,000 seating capacity located at the 18th floor of the India Bulls Sky Jungle was filled up though the last seat with the investors of the Aisha Industries, eagerly waiting for the arrival of the MD and chairperson Miss Aisha Sadiq, the room was filled with friendly chatters of the attendees which include apart form investors, journalists, along with some of the top-ranking employees and board members of the company, SEBI officials and officials of the state and central ministry of finance. Chatter kept growing louder and then came the moment everyone was waiting for, there was absolute silence for few seconds only to be shattered by the sound of camera shutters, everyone rose to welcome the charismatic tycoon and then the poster girl of women empowerment in the country Aisha Sadiq with an applause, she stood at the entrance for few seconds and glanced at the packed auditorium and then started walking towards the podium. Aisha was unlike any business tycoon, at 38 she looked no more than 26 or 27, figure of an athlete, 5 feet 8 inches tall, pair of beautiful black eyes, sharp nose, thin lips, dusky complexion, sharp features, her personality was extremely overwhelming. She rose to the podium and sat on the boss chair placed at number 4 in the line of 7 chairs, 6 of the board members took their respective seats later, she glanced at all the board members with a smile, and then she put her phone on silent mode, put it in her handbag and turned on the mic placed on the table facing her. I want to thank you all for your valuable support and faith in the Aisha Industries, and we all are committed to deliver and excel on your expectations Aisha started the annual meet, in this meeting she spoke at length about the previous year and announced her plans for this year, the attendees were overjoyed to hear the aggressive expansion and CAPEX plan for the current FI and multifold growth projections. Then came the Q&A session for which many investors and journalists were waiting for, wide range of questions ranging from socioeconomic situation of the country to the climate change to the upcoming U.S. elections, were asked and as usual they got extremely satisfying and insightful replies from the MD. After three hours the marathon session headed towards an end, all the questions no matter how irrelevant, were answered and as there were no further questions left, Aisha rose from her chair, followed by all the board members and all the attendees, she folded her hands in namaste and started walking down from the podium towards the exit, she was greeted with continuous applause till she entered the lift and the doors of the lift were closed. Aisha took out her phone and unlocked it, it was filled with hundreds of unread WhatsApp messages of known and unknown senders, she opened the message of the person named Jurno Tanvi, it read ma'am waiting for you in the parking coming replied Aisha. Doors of the lift opened as it reached the basement, Aisha came out of the lift along with her security guards and board members, she exchanged pleasantries with them as her Range Rover approached, she noticed a girl approaching her, good evening ma'am, Tanvi from National Guardian said the girl chirpily and extended her hand towards Aisha for a hand's shake, Aisha reciprocated, please come in said Aisha as she entered and sat on the back seat of her Range Rover, Tanvi followed. Ma'am, I am so excited to meet you today I am big fan of yours, said Tanvi seemingly excited, I am so honored to be chosen as the writer for your biography she continued, Aisha smiled while checking her phone, not looking at Tanvi, wait for a while Tanvi, let me finish some urgent work said Aisha, typing something on her phone, Tanvi waited in anticipation of a response, about 15 minutes later the driver asked ma'am where should we go take us to the orphanage replied Aisha, driver nodded and then turned the car left, they were now on a narrow and curvy lane, the driver had slowed the car as the road ahead was quite narrow, the road ended about a kilometer ahead of a large arched iron gate, with a big sign board Fatima's home for Angle's car stopped at the gate, driver blew horn and the gates opened automatically, they closed as the car entered the inside, it was a very large establishment, 
spread in acres and looking at its proximity to Mumbai, it must be worth one hundreds of millions of dollars, thought Tanvi. This is my dream Tanvi said Aisha, Tanvi fully conscious and attentive, responded with a sincere smile, there was a series of rectangular buildings separated from each other by few meters, the space between them was covered by lawn and series of plantations, and then there was a large cylindrical building about ten story tall, covered with diamond-shaped, reflecting violet-colored glasses placed in perfect symmetry, giving an illusion to the viewer as if the building is constantly revolving, the building was an aberration to the otherwise low-key structures spread across the premises. That is via Fatima International Academy, this is the heart of my dream, this school has one of the best faculties in the country and best-in-class labs and sports facilities for my angel, behind the building we have a sports complex and computer labs, followed by recreation facility with theater, restaurant and a small amusement park, Tanvi was awestruck to see the kind of infrastructure in place, it took them about half an hour to reach Aisha's office, the building with named administrative block, a relatively simple yet quite elegant. As the car stopped outside the one of the buildings, the guards rushed to open the gate of the car for Aisha and Tanvi, Tanvi followed Aisha as she entered her office, the office was quite large and airy but it wasn't modern, it had a very vintage appeal, antique paintings on the walls of the room, not a single screen apart from Aisha's MacBook placed on the large wooden desk at the far end of the room, in the middle of room there were two sofas facing each other separated by a beautiful teak wood table and a small window above the sofa Aisha sat on the one Tanvi on the other. Tanvi took the recorder out of her bag, no recorder please instructed Aisha, Tanvi hesitated for a second but then she put the recorder back in her bag and took out her writing pad and pen, okay so shall we begin asked Tanvi, from where do you want me to start from asked Aisha well from the beginning replied Tanvi. Okay Tanvi, so as you know my mother Fatima found me in a dustbin, she was a rag picker and used to live on a footpath near the dustbin, one night she woke up hearing cries of an infant, she rushed towards the dustbin and dived inside it, she picked me from the dustbin and immediately took me to a hospital, I wasn't well, I was barely a week old, wounded and had fever. The pediatrician of the government hospital was a very kind man, he admitted me and took great care of me, after seven days I recovered, Fatima stayed with me in the hospital every single minute, and we left the hospital as mother and daughter, now with her savings she organized a small shanty with the little savings she had, and we started our new lives together. She named me Aisha, Fatima then started working as domestic help in the nearby residential society, she would leave me at home under the supervision of one of her friends. When I was about three years old, Fatima started taking me along, she would wash the utensils while I would sit in a corner quietly, in one of the house, there was a child of my age, we used to play together and his mother would give me cookies to eat and at times she would teach me how to read and write, she noticed that I was able to learn making alphabets and numbers very fast, she started taking interest in teaching me, Fatima would leave me at her home in the morning, she would take care of me as if I am her own child, she would feed me, play with me and teach me, she insisted Fatima to admit me in a school, but poor illiterate Fatima who never set her foot in a school before, was petrified by the idea, but she loved me so very much, that she took me to a government school and admitted me in the first standard, so in the morning she would take me with her for work, we would eat whatever we get in those houses, in the afternoon she would take me to the school, my school timings were 2 p.m. 5 p.m., so my mother would sit outside my class, on the stairs and would peek inside the classroom every now and then to ensure that I am okay, there was spark in Aisha's eyes whenever she took her mother's name, Tanvi could sense the bond of affection between them. I was about 14 years old and in 10th standard, 
One day I was waiting outside the school for Fatima to come, as she would always come and we would go together. I was surprised as she didn't turn up that day. I was worried as I had this strange feeling that something isn't right, so I started walking towards home. As I reached the alley near my home, I saw a small crowd outside the door. I dropped my school bag and ran towards the home. Fatima was lying on the bed surrounded by women from the neighborhood. I held her hand and asked her what happened. She was unconscious. Neighbors told me that they found her unconscious lying on the floor about an hour back. They have called an ambulance but it hasn't arrived yet. Ambulance came about 10 minutes later. The doctor checked her pulse and then the ambulance staff put her on a stretcher and got her into the ambulance. I was with her. Doctor told me that Fatima has suffered a stroke. I was crestfallen didn't know what to do. She was kept in a general ward and we stayed in the hospital two weeks and then she was discharged and I brought her home in a wheelchair. We were devastated. Fatima would cry day and night and I would console her. She couldn't walk or do anything herself. She needed therapy and we desperately needed money. So I went to meet Prashant G. He was the owner of one of the homes where Fatima used to work as a maid. He took me to the factory where he used to work and introduced me to Mr. Paresh Nathan, manager in the accounts section. There was no vacancy in the factory, which barely made any profits in the last six months. He himself needed an assistant but I wasn't qualified for that job, but I insisted rather bagged him for that job at half the salary. Because of Prashantji's personal recommendation, I got the job in Roshan Textiles as assistant to accounts manager. My initial salary was 6,000 rupees a month. That was about twice to what Fatima was earning. The first thing I did was that I hired a full-time maid come cook for Fatima. She would come to my house at around 7.30 in the morning and stay till 8 p.m. I had instructed her never to leave my mother alone. I was a quick learner and an avid reader, though I had to leave the school but the teachers were kind enough to lend me books on accounting from the school library. I learned accounting by myself. I would come to the office at around 8 a.m. an hour early and would read all the newspapers, Economic Times, Times of India, even the regional papers. I was very curious and absolutely in awe of the machines in the factory. I read all the manuals available in the factory, would discuss with them about the functioning of the machines, would also discuss with them about what kind of machinery is being used by other manufacturers. By the time I was 17, I had earned a reputation of an all rounder. I would fill in many shoes an accounts manager in the absence of Mr. Nathan, production manager logistics and even trainer for the new recruits. I loved my work, but I had the habit of asking too many questions. At times my questions would make my fellow workers uncomfortable. Aisha paused for a second, drank some water, and continued again. Mr. Nathan resigned from the company and I became the accounts manager. Now I had the access to most powerful tool in the world, the internet. My passion and love for machines was at a whole new level. I read, whatever I could find about the latest textile machinery and about the leaders in the textile space. We were incurring losses not because of the market or anything beyond our control, but because of sheer incompetency and mismanagement, said Aisha, her tone very serious I raised alarm many times but all in vain, MD won't read my mails, neither he would give me time to meet him nor he would mend the culture of the company, and finally the day came, our MD asked us all to come in the common hall at around 8 p.m., he had to make a very important announcement. We were all prepared for the worst and we were right in our anticipation. MD Mr. Rajesh Nathani introduced us to his son Mr. Naraj Nathani. He was a young man in his 20s, dapper and handsome, but I could clearly make out that he wasn't happy being there. MD took the mic and started speaking. I still remember each and every word he said that evening. Aisha stood up and started strolling in the room brothers. 
He then took a pause, and then continued, You are my family, and I have immense respect and gratitude for all of you. You have given your sweat and blood to this company. He then took a pause again this time to clear his throat, and said in a trembling voice, As you all know that our company is occurring losses since last two years, we tried everything in our control to sustain but now with great sorrow I have to convey to you, that now we have no other option but to close the factory. I looked at the faces of terrified workers of the family around me, their fear gave me the extrinsic motivation, and I shouted at the top of my voice but we can save our company Sir Mr. Nathan he wasn't prepared for that, who was that he said looking at the audience, I rose my hand and started walking towards him, as I stood in front of him, I introduced myself and said sir with all due respect, we can still save the company, may I know how, it was Niraj MD's son, he had a big question mark on his face and hope in his eyes, sir I have prepared a presentation for you, and would like to show it to you, our MD was shell-shocked, he wasn't prepared for anything like this and he didn't want to create a scene in front of a very anxious audience, he simply said sure, so I started walking towards my cabin and MD and his son followed, there were 500 people mostly men in that place but there was pin-drop silence, the only sound in that hall that time were the noise our shoes made while we crossed the crowd, I explained them in detail what exactly was going wrong in the company and how it can be fixed, the MD was part surprised part abashed to realize how negligent he was, Niraj was asking questions, he was keen to know my ideas of revamping the company, at that time we defaulted on the interest payments to the bank, our order book was empty, for the last six months we were without work and we weren't even trying to get any business, as if we were inviting the disaster, now coming to the solution, I showed them the map of the factory. If we do the realignment of the factory by shifting the go-down towards the main unit by 500 meters, we will unlock 650 square meters of land located right next to India's largest upcoming residential projects. If we sell this land, we will have enough money, not only to clear our dues, but we can even replace these obsolete machines with the modern ones. The father and son duo were spellbound, they went through the entire presentation, it was 1 a.m. in the night when I concluded the presentation, only a handful of employees were still in the factory waiting for us. Niraj invited me to their home next day on breakfast, he would send his car to pick me up, I agreed, the car came to pick me at 8.30 a.m., I reached their bungalow, we had a quiet breakfast and then they offered me the position of CEO in the company, but I was clearly told that I have to walk the walk now, and I delivered more than what they anticipated, I renovated the building structure of the factory in a month, I shifted the go-down and also reduced it in size, removed the pantry and also shrieked the main production unit because the new machinery which I had planned would need fewer space than the machines we were using then, I carved out a prime piece of real estate, about 700 square meters in area. It was sold at a record price, we not only paid the overdue interest to the bank but also a sizable principal also. That was not all, the same year central government, to promote the textile manufacturing, introduced the subsidy scheme, we were one of the first beneficiaries of that scheme, we imported the latest rapier looms from China, it was a double gain for me, as it was a bulk order, I negotiated hard on the pricing and maintenance and enjoyed 20% subsidy on the final cost of the machinery. We were back in the game, with new machines and capital we restarted our company with new rigor and zeal, I was so excited with the success we got, I was famous in the fraternity, we had now shifted to a large flat located in a posh Mumbai area, Fatima was showing signs of improvement, she could now communicate through signs and broken words. I approached our erstwhile clients, initially they were very skeptical, some of them had burned their fingers while working with us, but I was able to convince some of them to give us a chance again, 
I convinced one of my former clients to visit the factory, and he was very impressed, the very next day he gave us the order with 30% advance. We delivered the goods before time and our quality was of a very different league, we made a paltry profit though but we knew that rebuilding the brand wouldn't be easy. Soon my machines were running at 100% capacity, 24 hours a day and 3 shifts, we were making some serious money we first repaid the small business loans and then the business loans of higher tenure, I also took cues from the Comcast business site and we were debt free in 2 years, I remember taking motivational sessions for my core team, in these sessions I would recite them inspirational quotes for work motivation, we would often discuss them and relate them with our situation Aisha smiled as if her mind dwelling in the past. She then looked at Tanbi who was staring at her and said self-motivation quotes, are very effective as they get embedded in our subconscious mind Tanbi listening very intently suddenly asked Aisha do you have a book or something on motivation diet quotes Aisha burst into laughter and so did Tanbi, she was slightly embarrassed though. I knew we were ready to take the next step, I flew to America and started chasing prospect clients, and I hit the jackpot, I secured an order worth 5 million US dollars, but we lacked the capacity to deliver it, so I proposed raising funds by listing our company in the stock market, but that was a lengthy process, so I proposed fund raising from strategic investors parallelly, our company was in profits, we had orders from US, investors lined up, we raised 7 million dollars by diluting 2% stack, I spearheaded the renovation, we removed the steel fabricated shed of our factory and added two more concrete floors, we did the same to our go-down, we added new machines and ramped up the production capacity by three folds. I was working like a possessed woman, I worked for 18 to 19 and some days 20 hours a day, Fatima was the only one, genuinely proud of me and happy to see my growth Aisha, I'm sorry to interrupt, but there is one thing which I don't understand, the name of the company was Roshan Textiles, how Dosa became Aisha Industries. Asked Tanbi, Patience Princess replied Aisha, smiled and continued I became the de facto owner of the factory, much respected and much feared than the MD or his son, off late they felt and seemed miserable with the kind of pace and efficiency I was working with, look Tanbi Mr. Rajesh Nathan he never built the factory or the company, it was his father who did, both him and his son were born with a silver spoon, they never had the capability nor the guts to take the company to newer heights, they were simply enjoying the fruits of the hard work of other people, they felt threatened by me, their hollow egos couldn't bear my accomplishments, I pulled the company from the brink of dissolution, to be one of the best textile manufacturers in the country, so one day they called me to their office and fired me what Tanvi shouted in complete awe, don't be shocked my dear, the only thing constant in this world is irony Aisha got up and stood beside the window, she slides the curtain to face the evening breeze. There was absolute silence in the room, Aisha seemed to have gone in a different time, Tanvi watching her intently, admiring Aisha's strength and an unbreakable resolve.